0: And thank you for tuning into the Herbert Smith Freehills APAC Competition Law Podcast Series Unbundling Competition. My name's Adelaide Luke, and I head up the Herbert Smith Freehills Competition Regulation and Trade Team here in Asia. This podcast is the first in our regional series where we look at specific jurisdictions where important changes, either in practice or in law, are underway. We're starting today with Thailand, and it gives me real pleasure to be speaking with Nanapat Pai Boon, my partner in Herbert Smith-Free Hill's Bangkok office. Niab's got a lot of experience advising on Thai competition law and working with and across from the Trade Competition Commission of Thailand, which we'll call the TCCT for short. Welcome, Niab. Thanks, Adelaide. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. Let's get started. Before we dive into the upcoming changes, could you please give us a brief overview of the current merger control regime in Thailand and perhaps the recent trends? Sure. So the merger control regime in Thailand is
1: regulated by the Trade Competition Commission of Thailand or the TCCT. Um, The new regime was established around 2017 when we had a competition reform. And as a result of that, the new merger control regulations came into force around uh, December 2018. Since then, uh, the merger control regime in Thailand has kicked off and has been quite active in the market. We also have um, specific rules in certain industries where the TCCT does not take jurisdiction but instead um, they have their own specific rules and regulators. So for example, in the energy sector and the telecom sector. But more generally under the TCCT, the overview of the tie regime is essentially we have a a system of a dual filing. Either uh, you are filing pre-closing approval in a case where um, the transaction will likely have a competition concerned at the level where it would create a monopoly or dominance or increase dominance. Or alternatively, if it doesn't meet that threshold, you may still need to file a post-closing filing notification um, if the parties have turnover of one billion baht um, in a certain market in the previous year. So as you can see, it's it's quite focused on um, market power as well as turnover, quite similar to, to... some other jurisdictions.
0: Thanks, Nia. Um, Very, very good summary of the the current rules. I think you mentioned earlier um, that there's been a few more decisions and that the authority is coming out with new interpretations. Um, I understand that actually the authority's also been considering making some key changes to the merger control rules and procedures themselves. Can you explore a little bit what the key driver of that is and and in particular, why now? Is it just that they are becoming more active and making more decisions? Sure.
1: So it's it's quite a few factors, including um, that as well. But I think that the key factor is ultimately the authority is aware that the the business landscape in Thailand is very much fast paced and and fast changing. Um, together with the fact that the legislation itself does require the authority to review the thresholds um, every few years in order to keep up with that. Um, And I think seeing from the enforcement trends uh, for the past four or five years, we see the TCCT uh, is starting to have a better idea of the key grievances and gaps that should be addressed uh, in practice as well as in the, the legislation. And so they're looking to amend the rules and guidelines to reflect that. Um, we also see that Thai operators are becoming much more aware and, and also receptive of merger control generally. And this is as a result of um, extensive advocacy by the authority, uh, as well as um, a couple of key public landmark cases that's become um, under the public eye, uh, where competition concern was at the forefront and on the news. And so... It it became quite crucial for the authority to make sure that the legislation uh, in place is 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 well drafted and uh, can be enforced properly.
0: Mm, Okay. Um, So now the key question: What do you think the expected changes are going to look like? What are the issues that are being considered? Sure. So there's um,
1: a couple of Few points that are being considered, and uh, in the main points that we've discussed as part of the focus group um, that the authority held to to discuss with operators and practitioners uh, to see if they are uh, reasonable changes to be made. One of the most interesting uh, to to us, I think, as practitioners, uh, one of the most interesting changes is uh, the fact that at the moment there is no. Um, regulation around greenfield joint ventures. So the establishment of Greenfield Greenfield Joint Ventures in Thailand at the moment is not notifiable. Um that so the authority is starting to wonder and 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 consider whether or not this is something that they should be looking at. And, and I'm aware that uh it does vary jurisdiction to jurisdiction on this matter. You know, there's pros and cons to it. And so they're weighing that to see Uh, whether or not it it needs to be addressed. And if not, then how do they um, regulate those joint ventures going forward? Um, We also see the authority considering or reconsidering the turnover thresholds that determine the filing regulations. Um, We see, as mentioned before, uh, the turnover threshold at the moment is one billion baht in the previous year. And that can be considered relatively low, considering um, the the types of the types of companies that are active in in Thailand. Uh, so that too many of them will be triggered by filing obligations, and that can inundate the authority as well, especially for post closing um, mergers and considerations. They're also looking at whether or not they should impose or have available a pre-notification period, uh, which is more formal. So at the moment in practice, the authority does actually engage in pre-notification uh, consultations, but that's very much on an informal basis. And so, um, you know, the, the authority themselves are finding it difficult to determine how long they should take to for the pre-notification process or uh, as well as the the operators, you know, whether or not they need to wait for a pre-notification before actually making a filing. So Mm. just to give more certainty around that. Mm. Um, We also understand that the authorities are looking at the review period. Uh, At the moment, there's quite a fixed statutory period for the the authority to review pre-closing filings. So they have 90 days, uh, with an possible extension of 15 days, um, to review any filings uh, pre pre pre-closing filings that submitted um, from the date the submissions accepted. So when all the documents are complete, and if you think about it, when you do have to file pre-closing in Thailand, it's when you are already. Admitting that you are dominant or will be creating dominance, so there's an obvious competition concern there. So, with our jurisdictions, that can take longer than three months. That can be, mm. um, you know, in very complex cases, a year. And so the authorities very much aware now that that is not uh, enough for them. Is not it, the, the timing is insufficient for them to address that level of competition concern in a in a transaction. Uh, so I understand they're looking to to amend the review period for complex cases too.
0: Okay, so really quite a lot of change on the horizon in Thailand. Um, you mentioned the focus groups, and I wonder through that, do you have any insight as to the progress of these changes and when we can expect some or all of them to come into effect?
1: Well, I understand that for the larger amendments, so though, the the overall kind of reform that can take quite a while. So right now, the, the focus group discussion is not yet 100 uh, percent public. Um, and so once the authority is more comfortable with um, what they want to propose uh, more generally and, and have the proper draft in place, uh, then they will actually hold a public hearing. Uh, and after that, then it can come into force within a month or so. Um, But for now, I think um, they're still very much looking into the feasibility studies and comments and input that's coming in from operators and and practitioners. Um, And of course, it takes a bit of time to to go through. So I think, let's say realistically and ambitiously, maybe within this year, uh, but they have not Uh, confirmed, let's say, or or promised any uh, specific timing.
0: Okay, thank you very much. That's very helpful. Um, Before we finish up, any other final thoughts on the regime?
1: I think just more generally, it's quite important uh, in in jurisdictions with kind of youngish regulators, such as the CCT and also kind of new regulations in place, in general it's very important to keep keep a close eye on the market and you know it's very natural for the authority to uh, adjust their practices in accordance with each case that they they adapt to so some parts are on case by case basis but that kind of gives uh, a gr- a good view into the authorities uh, trend in in interpretation in the ways in which they impose remedies for example And so my recommendation would be uh, to keep a keen eye on on recent cases that they tend to publish um, as well as make sure making sure as operators to uh, keep your policies and your trainings up to date because it is a very kind of fast changing regulation and you know, not only in merger control, but also we see that in anti-competitive guidelines and, and rules as well. There is a constant update on on um, the guidelines from the authority.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Niab. A typical Asian competition law jurisdiction then very dynamic Um Before we go, I'd like to flag to our listeners that we have recently updated our Asia-Pacific Competition Law Guide chapters for a few jurisdictions, including Thailand. So please do get in touch with us or your regular HSF contact if you'd like a copy of that. If you found this podcast helpful, please do check out our other installments um, of, of this podcast series. In our next episodes, we're going to be speaking with colleagues in Saudi Arabia, indonesia and china where there have been other important developments finally if you have any thoughts comments or queries please don't hesitate to get in touch with us thank you again niab and thank you all for listening thanks adelaide